before I get too far into this uh, FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island with John Short and Grant Harlan, just wanted to drop a note that the John Short interview was done before the cancellation of postponement, I should say, of Oakland Supercross. So just remember that. Keep that in mind. All right. Thanks for listening. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life. This is 195 in the series, and thanks. Uh, got a two for today. We've got Grant Harlan and John Short, both guys making the 450 Supercross main event, and pretty impressive, i got to say. Guys like A-Ray and guys like Cade and um, Shane McElrath and these other guys aren't making it. Chiz didn't really race, but Benny Bloss crashed out. You have these guys in the main event. That's cool. And I want to talk to them uh, today for the Privateer Island podcast. FXR Racing designed by racers for racers. X 30 is the code to save on casual wear. Punch that code in and see what you can do at FXRRacing.com. Of course, you got Enzo Lopes in, in FXR. they got some limited stuff coming closely. That number 69 guy, he's in FXR Racing as well. So a lot of riders in FXR out there and making it look pretty good at uh, as well. In fact, Grant Harlan on this uh, pod will be uh, in FXR Racing as well. So stoked those guys are helping us out. Thank you to the folks at Racetech, Pulp 2023. Pulp 23 is the code to say with Racetech, MotoWork, suspension work, privateer proven over the years. they got Racetech uh, service centers all across America that will dial you in. they got moto work they can do right for there from Corona, California, suspension as well. Get your oil changed. Get new seals. Get new bushings. Get it revalved. The gold valve is what they really made their money on, and it's a really good uh, revalve in a box. So please check that out if you can with the folks at uh, at Racetech and use the code to save. And again, John Short, Grant Harlan on the podcast today. Firepower, parts, Namira pistons, Maxxis tires, Roost MX, Seat Concepts, Zool's Bag, all on board with us as well. Firepowerparts.com. They got oil made from a leading OEM manufacturer. They got chains made in Japan. They got batteries that are featherweight lithium batteries. Batteries are are, are must-have. Um, a lot of race teams are saving weight that way and getting better performance using the uh, Firepower batteries. The chains are fantastic. Ben LeMay, Gopher Dunes guys, uh, Kyle Ch- uh, not Kyle Chisholm. It was uh, Cade and A-Ray were using them in Supercross. A lot of guys using the Firepower Parts chain as well. So uh, you'll see their pricing is really good. So go to your local dealer. Go to firepowerparts.com and check it out while you can. Appreciate those guys coming on board with us. Thanks to the folks at Roost MX as well. Pulp Nation is the code to save with those guys. Uh, 48-hour turnaround. Uh, pitch, shirts, uh, pitch shirts to canopies to graphics. They got it all at RoostMX.net. There's a whole Pulp Nation section on their website as well. So if you need graphics, you need backgrounds, you need them fast, you need them done right, you need them done well, uh, go to RoostMX.net. And the best part is the code PulpNation saves you money. Thank you to RoostMX.net. Been in the sport for a long time. We appreciate uh, those guys as well. Tell you more about Maxis, Namira, Seat Concepts, and Zools uh, later on in the show. But uh, for now, let's uh, let's talk to John Short first. Then we'll talk to Grant Harlan and uh, talk about two of the surprises from Anaheim 1 in terms of privateers. All right, away we go. All right, first up on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island, another rider that was a surprise in the 450 main event, I think a lot of us would uh, would say, uh, really riding well to get into the main event at the Anaheim 1, which is always a, a super stacked field. He's been on this show before. It's John Short. What's up, John? How are you, man? Man, I'm doing awesome. Uh, happy to be tuning into the show and um, talk about the weekend. Crazy, first of all, a crazy tough track. You got it in the main event. Um, you know, you're on a new team this year. I guess let's start this. So you qualified 30th. Um, it was a tough track. There was tons of mistakes made. What was it like being out there and, and qualifying? 
Yeah, I mean, um, first off, you know, I've ridden the lights class for a handful of years, so that 258 practice is starting to look pretty good right about now. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, uh, that was a kind of a change of pace too, is just being in the 450B practice, tracks torn up, and uh, yep. I don't haven't raced a lot of those, but I feel like that was probably the gnarliest track I've ridden pretty much, period, as far as Supercross goes. So Yeah, it uh... – Alex Martin was uh, also like you. Like you've done some 450 supercrosses before, so you kind of know the drill. But Amart was telling me because he was in B practice a few times. He's just like you wouldn't believe the track. And then there's still the C group that comes after you. Oh <laughs> so, gosh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, like <laughs> it. Yeah, it is hammered. So, um, you know, it's one of those that the the jumps were like curbs and transitions were sloppy and. So your 30th, uh, I mean, were you frustrated at that? Or were you okay with that? Like, how would you feel? Uh, you know, my main goal coming into Anaheim was just get through the event. Honestly, I wanted to – my goal was to make the main, mm-hmm. and that would I would be stoked on that. But, um, yeah, I, I've never been the greatest practicer, so I wasn't super surprised, uh, especially by the way I rode all day. But that, that track was so tough. I think any of the riders would tell you they felt like an amateur riding that track oh for sure did you go down at all or were you all right that way yeah i had a few uh tip overs like in turns but um it's just i've never seen a track that was uh just had that many weird transitions like you mentioned uh you'd get down in the bottoms and it was soft and then it would be hard at the top and it was just like curbs and stuff so i was uh i was pretty reserved all day i I wasn't really pushing my comfort zone i guess pushing my edge at all yeah yeah, it was kind of one of those ones, get out of here safe, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so what did uh, – you got in via the LCQ? What was that like? That was uh, that was different. You know, like I mentioned, I I wasn't real confident all day long and just happened to kind of honestly right place, right time, just got a decent start and kind of saw a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. So we tried to put a few good laps together, but I almost blew it there you know two yeah. i think three laps to go i i mean pretty amateurish i missed the i missed the full triple jump you know before the finish i didn't even yeah. get the triple jump so i had a really rough lap there and, and a ray blew by me and i was like oh man the wheels fell off i'm done i was but impressed I that you got him back though like he was riding really well he came up from like 10th right so he was on it he was setting good lap times and you know, it's late in the race, and you you regrouped and you know re regathered yourself and got him back right away. So that was pretty good because that doesn't always happen. That's hard to do. No, no, I definitely uh, I had that little that that quick moment where it lit, lit the fire under me. I was like, all right, I got to get my stuff together, and <laughs> if I don't pass this guy back right now, I'm not going to pass him back. Yeah, he he was uh, tripling in on that rhythm alongside third baseline, um, mm-hmm. and you'd missed it a couple times, so that really really hurt you, you know, uh, and he was nailing it, seat bouncing it, but he was getting it. And then you got him back. And then I was like, John's missed it two, I think two laps in a row. I'm like, he's got, <laughs> he's got to get this. Otherwise everybody's going to go right by him again. And you got it. You nailed it. So, yeah. Yeah. That, that whole rhythm area right there, both of those lanes, uh, I think in a general setting mm-hmm. were pretty simple, yep. but man on on that night on the weekend it was it was pretty gnarly i i think i was either over jumping or under jumping or rolling I mean, <laughs> definitely uh you could tell the guys who were i mean incredibly tuned in it made it made the the, the tomax the sections you could tell how good they are that was you know what i mean yeah yeah uh it's it, crazy it, well even those guys were making mistakes i mean roxon was jumping front end high and casing stuff you never see that from ken roxon 
No, no. It's, I was watching the the 458 practice before I went out the last one, and I noticed guys like Ken Anderson. They were, you know, you see, I saw some unusual moments from those guys, and I was like, you know what? It might be gnarly. I bet it's getting gnarly. <laughs> I bet it's getting gnarly. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It it uh, it's something else, man, for sure. Um, so how'd the main go for you? Twenty second for you. Uh, how'd it go? Oh yeah, it was uh, not a great experience. I, I would say. Uh, no, nope. I just finished basically just rode the main. I wasn't necessarily my my brightest moment I've had on a motorcycle, but um, yep, got through it. Did all the you know. Didn't have any major crashes, but one thing that that uh you know you I've gotten lapped in some lights mains yeah obviously, but man when those guys lap you in the 450 main event it's like a train's coming through so that's <laughs> and I didn't I didn't want to get out of you know yeah ruin a race I mean they come ten at a time yeah and and they're you know? angry and they're fast <laughs> yeah no yeah well, yeah so that was a whole deal right it, there it does so. it does screw up your race like people don't understand this getting lap really screws your race up some people take it easy uh don't care other guys keep racing um you know you lose two points and some money because you don't care and you want to be nice and another guy doesn't want to be nice it's a whole thing getting lapped yeah i could see um that could be a great way to get around some guys moving forward in the future if you could sneak in behind a uh, you know whoever's lapping yeah. you and move forward a few spots but uh yeah, definitely wasn't my greatest main event, but uh, I'll take it. It's a learning experience, and hopefully we get better. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks to FXR and Race Tech for making this happen. Privateer proven, of course. Seat Concept seats are proudly handmade and developed in the USA by true motorcycle enthusiasts. Seat Concepts offers a wide variety of seat options, from stylish replacement covers to complete seats, as well as various height and width profile. Each seat incorporates a proprietary foam formulation that is designed to provide unmatched support and impact dampening to the rider. If you're looking for a seat... Uh, code is pulpamex 23 seatconceptscom Please check them out, uh, supporting a lot of uh, teams out there. So thank you to those guys, pulpamex 23 seatconceptscom um, Tell us a little bit about your deal this year. So uh, you're with Baba Pauly on uh, on his team, um, 450, like you said. You've been a lights guy for a long, or 250 guy for a long time. Uh, How did it come together for you? Yeah, I um, I guess I talked to Bubba after uh, Supercross last year a little bit. I, I wasn't able to race the motocross series, and, I was pretty determined that um, my my stint as a privateer, anyway, in the lights class was was over. You know, I wasn't really getting any better, so um, I wanted to move up to the 450 class. And um, yeah, I was he he came to me with a really good uh, opportunity to showcase my what I can do on a 450, give me a full season opportunity to race for those guys. And uh, so it's been a definitely it's been a change. You know, I've never ridden a Kawasaki uh, big bike period, so that's an adjustment in itself just because all those motorcycles are different. You know, they yeah. have a totally different flavor, you know, yeah, the way they sure. like to be ridden. So, but it's been fun. It's been fun. Bubba and, uh, you know, my teammate Freddie and everybody, they're, they're, they're all like a little bit of an older group. So mm-hmm. it's nice to be around some, some maturity and, um, we have a good time. We work hard and, um, but at the end of the day, we're, we're thankful to be racing and, um, I think we really enjoy it. Are you going to be based out of where Bubba, like once the weather gets better, are you going to be based uh, up where he is? Where That's uh, Illinois or where is that? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's in Illinois. Yeah. Um, no, no, I'm um, I'm still based out of Texas. Okay. I, I went up I went up to his place for <clears throat> a few days when we, you know, were, 
when I went, went and rode the bike, mm-hmm. tested it out and stuff. And, uh, we all actually went out to club MX for, for a couple of weeks where Freddie's at. And, um, but from here on out, once I get back from California, I'll be located out of Texas. Okay. So, um, and I think, so you mentioned you, you just felt like you weren't getting better in the 250 class. Well, um, maybe take us through that decision a little bit. Cause yeah, you've, you've, you know, you're close to a top 10 guy. You've got top tens. Uh, you, you know, you make all the mains, right? Like you're a solid 250 supercross guy. Um, but yeah, there's not a lot of money in it, and like you said, like maybe you'd reached a level. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, it was, um, you know, mainly too. I'm I just turned 28 years old, so I don't feel like there's a lot of uh, premier teams looking to hire a 28 year old uh, in, yeah. in the 250 class these days, unless you're winning races. So it's expensive to build motorcycles, etc. And part of it was, uh, you know, I raced four 450 races at the end of last season mm-hmm. on the other coast, and kind of got a taste of it. And I was like, man. I can ride a 450 better than I give myself credit for indoors, you know? (laughs) So why am I riding this lights bike? You know, I can, uh, a little cheaper to ride a 450. I think the guys race a little more respectably. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I was like, yeah, I'm only getting older. So let's, yeah, let's see what we can do. I've said this all along. The money is so much better. They did bump up the 250 supercross purse a bit, but it's so much better in, um, in the 450 class that, yeah, just, just start getting to it, you know? Um, yeah, I think that it's a good move. So, yeah, I, th- I think Starling kind of was a, somebody I, I looked at. I've always thought Justin has been a good rider and he did the lights thing for a long time and it, it took him, I think, you know, maybe a full season of learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, now he's, he's riding the 450 really well, you know, after, uh, a full year or two of doing the class. So it's definitely something you just have to jump into and start gaining experience so the ones that you did last year in 450s because i picked you for fantasy a couple times i think those ones were the first ones you've done you didn't do any before uh so i did i, like I did, did one okay i did one back in 2020 one true so i've done two two true 450 races but it was it was uh i did one in 19 um i did one in um 2020 okay i've done a couple on a lights bike yeah but oh, okay. not like fully hey i'm racing a 450 right i've been riding it so um i guess this is the first swing at it the, the real swing i guess right right you've been on uh ktms you've been on hondas like you said the kawasaki's brand new to you and bubba's you know been on cowies for a long time so um yeah any reservations for that or is this basically like yeah i'm ready for a cowie i'm ready to try this yeah, I rode one back in Texas on a motocross track. I was like, man, it's, it's, it's a good bike. I think a Cowie is always a pretty comfortable bike for mm-hmm. anybody to get on. Um, just I think it's the polar opposite of a Honda in a, in a way, which is what I'm used to. So that's yep. kind of been the only adaptation, you know, the way they steer, the stance of the bike, everything. But, um, yeah, man, it's a, it's a good motorcycle. It really is. I think, honestly, all the 450s right now are pretty good if you just take the time to ride them, yep. get used to them. What uh, what do you like about the Cowie, and what do you want to get better at it? What do you want to do better on it? Um, I feel like it has some really good turning characteristics as far as being able to, you know, use the front to turn, but also steer off the back tire. Um, but I'm still trying to ride it like a Honda in a way that the new <laughs> the new okay. the new Honda that came out you know last year. It's, yeah, mine anyway was very front end oriented, um, and I'm still trying to kind of shorten my corners square them up and i just need to watch more anderson videos i guess and figure <laughs> out how he does it that's the key <laughs> yeah i thought they were a little more honda-ish than the old cowies but they're still not the same huh not not on the same level no i don't know I've, yeah. i didn't ride the old ones so i just 
need to go study Villo and Anderson and those guys and yeah. figure out how they do it. When do you start prepping, John, for uh, for the Supercross? Like, when do you start ramping up back in Texas? Um, so this year, you know, I didn't race outdoors. I had a wrist injury after Supercross, so I started back into it. You know, uh, see, you know, the end of August, really starting to just start to ride motocross, et cetera, stuff like that. But I got back on the Supercross track October first of October. So okay, yeah, and, it was. Um, and did you start on a Cowie in October? Like you knew that you knew that you were on that yet yeah yeah yeah, the first the first day i rode supercross was on a kawasaki so okay uh you you're you're pretty uh we've always noticed you in pulp fantasy circles because yeah you you know especially outdoors you're in good shape you 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 can do the 30 you feel as good as ever in that department like uh, off the bike fitness yeah i do i feel really good um um alex and um John Westland have been helping me out in the troll training guys. Oh, you're, you're troll training too, Harlan. A-ray. I'm a, oh boy. I'm a troll. I'm a troll. Um, <laughs> I, it's, it's honestly really nice to have, um, just the structure, you know, mm-hmm. I've always done a lot of it with some help, but mainly myself and that, you know, just like anything, yeah. it's nice to have someone reassuring what you're doing and helping you. Yeah. Uh, well that's what like, like Dunge was saying that when he went to Alden, like he was training hard doing the right things, but he really didn't know if it was the right stuff and what he was doing too much of and not doing enough of. And when he got with Alden, it turns out that he was doing too much on his own program, and it was nice to have somebody guide him that way. Did, did you find that too? Like were you doing not enough or too much or whatever? And adjust? how did you adjust your program to, to what Alex and John are, are giving you? Yeah, I think mainly um, the, the timing is is right now because, you know, they're, they're watching my motos. They're watching – what i'm doing on the bike my Mm -hmm. cardio my strength whereas before i was pretty like all right i got a hammer today you know long bike ride Mm -hmm. hard effort everything was hard and density heavy weights you know so i realized uh sometimes there's a timing for that but sometimes yeah you do too much because if you don't for me i go to bed going man did i do enough you know yeah yeah interesting that's yeah that's kind of what donja was saying too right like oh i gotta do more 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 but yeah yeah uh, and it's, I, it's, yeah, go ahead. I was saying it's a crazy feeling when you go race or go do something and you feel fresh. I haven't felt that in a long time, you know, so <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. Well, maybe you shouldn't be doing so many bike rides and shit. Um, <laughs> so you're going to be based in Cali, uh, this swing, um, where you can't really ride, right? Weather's going to be crappy. So you're, you're, you're stuck in indoors. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm actually on the back patio of our rental house right now. So yeah, I'm just hanging out while it rains um went to the gym a little bit and just kind of honestly it's nice when it rains sometimes you get a a little bit of rest i know it's going to be a hard weekend so yeah not bad but yeah we're out here at mx vacations and uh freddie's family's staying here with us Mm. and my wife's here and then bubba we got the whole crew here so okay anybody on anybody's nerves yet how are we doing on that everybody getting along I mean, I think everyone's getting along, um, <laughs> as far as I know. So I might be the one getting on everybody's nerves, yeah. is what this sounds like. Yeah, they're just like the damn John Short guy. Um, yeah, thank God he's outside finally. Right, right. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, so 450 all season long. Um, that'll be that'll be interesting for you, for sure. And, like, you know, you talked about troll training and all that. It, this is 17 and 19 weekends. You're gonna, you're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you up, like, at round 12 and be like, how's the grind? Because it's a lot, man. Yeah, I was just thinking about that, and Alex was kind of talking to me about it. You know, it's 17 weekends, you know. It's so it's okay if not every day is wide open, 
Yeah. You know, yeah. So I think last year was my biggest supercross season. I did 10 rounds. And oh, okay. Yeah. That felt like a lot, you know, looking back on it, but mm -hmm. that's, you know, not 17. So. No, no. Uh, too early for outdoors to, to know what you're doing? Who knows? I don't have a plan. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, um, the Mad Parts Jonesboro cycle deal is just for supercross, but I have every intention of racing outdoors. So if there's an opportunity that pops yeah. up, I'm definitely about it. Yeah, you're a good so. outdoor guy for sure. You know, um, I feel like I feel like you're pretty good at that stuff, and mostly because your fitness and you never really stop charging. You know, so um, outdoors is, is good for you. It's kind of what um, Bubba was laughing about the other day. He said he's got two pretty pretty decent outdoor riders on a Supercross only deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point, right? <laughs> it's kind of funny, but yeah, um, it, it is uh, it is interesting for sure. Uh, how's how does I mean I've talked to guys who rode for Bubba before. Um, he does a good job. He does a lot with a little, right? And it's run pretty well. Have you been happy so far? Oh, yeah. Um, that's kind of the, the main thing I've noticed is it's very professionally done. Everybody knows everybody knows everybody's role, mm -hmm. and um, everybody has a role. There's not a lot of extra, you know, help hanging around. And um, But just the communication is really good with those guys. We do, you know, the team, between the team meetings, the phone calls, it's, it's very well done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's nice to have that, right? I mean, you guys are the little team that could, but it's nice to have it run a little better. Yeah, and the the the, the cool thing is, it's he's kind of got an attitude of uh, under promise, over deliver, and mm. I think that speaks volumes instead of promising the world and not coming through. So yeah, yeah, probably a good point. Uh, I'm guess you, I'm guessing you're looking forward to Houston, huh? Uh, yeah, Houston, yep. Houston will be fun. That's uh, heck, we did three rounds there in 21, so yeah. I've. Got a little experience there, but the both the Texas rounds should be a lot of fun for me. I like the dirt. Aren't you closer to Houston though, or no? No, do I have Houston's that backwards? Four hours. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Ar Arlington's the home race. Okay, my bad. I thought you were closer to Houston, wherever you were from in Texas. Okay, so you're looking forward to Dallas. That's coming up. Um, I think that's is that Triple Crown. I'm not sure. I believe it is. Uh, I'm honestly bad, Steve. I, I look at the schedule like on the way to the race. And go, oh, wow. We're racing this? Okay. <laughs> All right. You're like, cool. Um, so how did hey, did you notice the 450? And you've done some rounds before, but did you notice, like, I thought Sexton looked a little tired. There were a lot of guys whooped at the end of this race just because of the conditions and the ruts and everything else. How did you feel after this after this race? Like, was it was it physically taxing on you? Yeah, I, I felt like obviously it's physically physically taxing, but to me the mental the mental side of it was was pretty gnarly. Just um just just much focus as that track required, and mm -hmm. I, I feel like that's what you see with a lot of the guys too. Is just the mental focus it requires. Uh, your brain's fried after the race. Mine, mine is anyway. Maybe <laughs> these guys have a little bit bigger, yeah, bigger mental capacity, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it seems like it's it's 20 minutes. It's it's a long time. And on a track like that, you got to try to find some lines. You got to try not to die. You know, it's it's a lot. So Well, and then when Eli laps you, you're like, well, man, I need to try and learn something, see if I can't stay with him for two corners, yeah. you know, and yeah, see yeah. what he's doing. So. Right. Uh, good news, you'll be in the A practice now for this weekend. I, I wasn't aware of that, but that's that should be good. Track will be a little better, and I'll yeah. get to ride with the fastest guys. Yeah, maybe learn a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the goal. Um, that's awesome. Uh, thanks for doing this, FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life. Congratulations, John, on the uh, main event. I think that uh, you know that was pretty impressive, and I don't think many people talked gave you much of a chance to get in the first 
main of the year and all of that. And, and yeah, you you wrote it on in. So that's awesome, man. Um, is Kawasaki still doing a contingency and all of that for night shows and main events? They're doing good contingency? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, it looks like their contingency program is probably the best yeah. out of all the manufacturers. I haven't really gone down the list of them, but I, mm-hmm. I noticed Kawasaki's was – pretty dang good without any multi- multiplying you know yeah yeah i think i think it's i think it's a strong strong reason why we see so many cowies out there so uh no well, it is for sure thanks for doing this man i appreciate it nice little catch up with you congratulations great night for you uh at anaheim and uh yeah i appreciate the time on the uh, fxr racing race tech suspension privateer island life podcast man thanks very much yeah no worries thanks for your time and uh hopefully we can see you guys at the races sounds good i'll swing by john thanks man Thanks, Steve. Bye. Bye. Thanks to John Short for uh, coming on board. Thanks to Namira Pistons uh, for over 20 years. Namira has been pushing the limits of value and reliability in the world of engine components. They're a big part of Joan Cross's program in Supercross this year. Whether you're restoring your 80s race bike or rebuilding your 450 motor for Supercross, Namira has what you need, featuring a full line of casts and forged pistons, connecting rods, gasket kits, and coming soon, engine valves and complete cylinders. Follow them on Instagram for giveaways and exciting new products for 2023. Namira Invictus Speed Crew this Supercross season. That's the that's the team. So stepping up and helping out a team. The folks at Namira love it. Uh, great guys from that. And as well, Zool's Bags. Uh, with all of Zool's Bags being overbuilt and underpriced, they pride themselves on offering not only quality but practical functionality as well. Let Zool's help pack your passion. Pulp23 is the code to save with Zool's uh, Really makes traveling easy. Really makes uh, uh, hauling your gear really easy. Uh, they understand the wear and tear lug- luggage goes through. And Zools was born from an extensive, back- extensive background in the luggage and moto industry. So please check it out. We uh, give some away on Pulp Mix Fantasy as well. So the guys at Zools step up for that. So uh, great bags. And uh, um, they got a giant gear bag. It's You can put a small human being in this thing. Alex Martin would fit in there in the biggest one that they make. It's huge. Check it out. Pulp 23 is the code to save with those guys, and uh, we appreciate that. All right, let's uh, let's talk to Grant Harlan, shall we? Hey, Grant Harlan, what's up, man? Welcome to the uh, Privateer Island podcast. What's happening? Oh, not much. Just uh, getting up to some snowboarding since we're not racing. Yeah, really, right? I mean, as soon as you got the word, like, yeah, grab the, grab the board and hit the slopes. Yeah. Um, luckily, I was already up here. Got the text from you. Oakland canceled and kind of kind of saved me a little bit of stress i mean as a as a privateer you know like i love the mud i feel like i, I was pretty excited to go racing but i'm also happy i get to save my motorcycle so yeah kind of it's kind of a tough situation but I it think is it's the right one i think it's the right one too i mean the travel's gonna suck uh to go from uh tampa oakland dallas you know because we're now gonna race on that weekend off um but it is the right decision i think in the end i think you know, the, just for the fan safety, even the flooding and all of that, it looks really bad up there. So, um, hey, uh, nice job at Anaheim, man. You were not on many people's lists outside of Chris Betts to uh, to make the main event, but uh, rode it in through the heat. Good job. Yeah, thank you. I mean, wasn't even on my radar, to be honest. <laughs> uh, like, just coming into the year um, – made a decision to race 450 after racing the world supercross for club and um you know most guys say they ride the 450 better but i feel like um i can kind of go the same speed if not a little quicker mm-hmm. without the the high revs and um the body language i think like you i feel like on the 250 you have to try really hard <clears throat> 
to go fast yep. where I can kind of ride the 450 and um and maintain maintain my speed a little bit better so yeah I made that decision um actually rode fairly well all day um considering how how gnarly the track was and um I mean that's another thing too you know having to have a full race 250 to go racing is tough it is yeah um and having a 450 with an ECU and exhaust on it <clears throat> being able to do all the jobs quick and <laughs> it was it was nice so I I was pretty stoked on the day and I mean I did get a little bit of help in in the heat races and stuff but I still feel like I put myself in the right position and looking at lap times like mm-hmm. my lap times were good enough compared to the guys behind me to to be in so um, I'm happy with it. You qualified 20th. They take 22 to the main. You know, you qualified inside the top 22. So, yeah, you did get some help, like you said. But on the other hand, your times were legit. Um, so, yeah, you made one 250 main last year, right? You didn't yeah, race. All, you didn't race all of them, I don't think. But I, the Indy was my last one. Yeah, but still, now you're one for one in 450 class. And you've never done any 450 mains before, any uh, 450 races? I I did practice at Daytona in 21. Okay, but I didn't make it out of practice, so I guess this is my first 450 race yeah. that I've done. So I spoke to you. Uh, well, let's let's recap the main. So I I just you're the second half of this uh, Privateer Island pod with John Short, and he was telling me like, man, getting lapped like you just don't want to get in the way. There's a freight train coming kind of screws your race up all things that i totally agree with did you find yourself in that position too yeah i the unfortunate part for myself is um not that my start was great but i kind of let the the guys that i beat get in front of me early Mm -hmm. um so i guess i mean like got off to a slow start and um had to kind of figure my way around the track and then i got around those guys and by the time I did that, I think Justin Hill in front of me was already 20-plus seconds to the point where, you know, I was just – my whole goal for the race was to keep those guys behind me mm-hmm. and stay out of the leader's way because they, they were coming in packs of, like, two or three. Yep. And then the break between the packs wasn't that long. So it was kind of like – I think I think I was running 104s, 105s at one point, and then, you know, 113, and then – 109 and then you know back to 106 yeah. 105 like like when they would come it's like you just get out of the way and, and that's where you're at so i think for me just starting off the main a little bit quicker and then trying to to bridge that gap from the the guys that were running one minute 101s to me being a 104 just try and get a little bit closer i think i think for me that'll be a good goal for the year yeah, you got to have some confidence, though. This had to really, like you said, nobody knows where they are going into the year. Um, you know, Sexton and these guys know they're going to be on the podium or whatever. But a lot of guys, there's a lot of questions. And so this had to really, like, qualifying 20th, getting into the main event, and you're probably not going to make every main this year. But at least you know you're good enough to be in the mix. You can and now, going forward, you can go, you know, hey, Dean Wilson's my, my goal. Dean's 14th, 13th. That's, you know, it's got to get close to him. And just make baby steps. This is one big step, I think, for you. Yeah, um, I think a lot of what I felt that made the day, I think, good for me was the bike setup. Um, obviously, Merge, um, who does all my all my suspension stuff, has a lot of time with the the twenty two 
and previous year model YZs, um, troll training and, and guys like that. So I feel like I had a pretty good setting and I mean, it's pretty soft to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, during the main, I was, I was pretty cautious with some of the, that, that four triple section. Um, the, the ruts were pretty hard and I didn't do it many laps. So, um, I think improve that a little bit for, for those, those harder transitions but for the rest of the track i was able to kind of work my way around it and um i wasn't so locked into to a super stiff motorcycle which was which was nice i think right yeah you'll you'll figure it out as we hit like normal supercrosses right like you know instead of just sloppy mud ones um you were you were on a 22 yamaha yz450 we talked after the race um you rode the 22 for club the world supercrosses uh that was a nice experience for you and that's why you're on the 22 now? Like, I mean, 23s did come a little bit late for people. Do you have plans to switch to a 23, or is this it? So, after the club deal, I was kind of, while I was at club, I was actually looking for 23 Hondas. and um, The dealer we were kind of waiting to hear from um, told us they weren't going to get any until, like, December. And um, being on the 22 bike, I was like, you know what? They had one, and then uh, another dealership had one. So, went ahead and got two. Like I said, we got a good setting with the with the bike, and it's proven. Eli Tomac won everything last year on it. Oh, there you go. Last couple, <laughs> the last couple of years, you know, I've been good for that bike. So yeah, wanted to get that. And um, when Bobby Fisher with Rock River hit me up asking uh, if I wanted to ride for them, he asked me about riding the twenty three, and I, I told him no, just for the simple fact that I wouldn't have enough time on it. Mm-hmm. I feel like the twenty three be better for Supercross though, Carlin. I don't know. I I don't doubt that it would be better, but I'd like to at least have more than two days on it. Yeah. Before I showed up to a race. Yeah. Uh, in, a, in, a, in a class that I already wasn't sure how I would fit into. That's fair. Your teammate there, uh, Benny Bloss, uh, had three days on his. I think two two days two. on his. So yeah. You know, there is that you 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 uh, you might have made a smart move there in, in sticking with it. Um, yeah. How, how did the Rock River thing come together? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing you're paying your travel, they're hauling your bikes around, or how does that how, how does your deal work with those guys? Yeah, so I'm paying travel, entry fees, you know, most of that normal stuff, and um, they're hauling the bike around, and, mm-hmm. and the sponsors that they have, you know, I get you know whatever deal they get through them, whether it's you know product or uh, like OEM stuff, whatever mm-hmm. you know, whatever that 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 kind of thing is, yep. and then um, Brad with FXR hit me up first or second week of December, um, asked me if I'd be interested in something like that. gave me gave me Bobby's number, and um, he gave me a call. kind of kind of ran me through it. Um, luckily for me, I was able to keep a couple sponsors uh, like Renthal, um, General Tire as well, um, which was really nice and something that that I'd already been comfortable on. So mm-hmm. um, we kind of, we we're, were able to work that out and, and get something going. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. Yeah. And, and uh, how is the FXR stuff? How, how's the fit and feel? How's your look? Oh, it's, it's going to look better by round four. They've got some LE stuff coming, don't they? Yeah. So, yeah. um, Benny is in the, uh, in the sublimated stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say, you know, I deserve the sublimated stuff over Benny, but, you know, after after the weekend, oh, I think uh, I think we made some moves. 
we'll be in sublimated. We need to be in. I'm I'm really surprised. Uh, I'll, I'll your 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 national number. I mean, you should have sublimated. Yeah. Well, yeah. Brad, Brad Brad's gonna get it hooked up. Okay. Do you need me to make some texts or calls? Or are we good? No, we're good. Okay. We got. All right. Yep, we're dialed in. Uh, Don't pul- take care of me. Pulpum X30 is the code to save with FXR Racing. Please check it out. We're the same stuff that uh, Grant Harlan and Benny Bloss. Is Benny okay? He's going to make it, I think, right? He's fine? I, I told him to let me know how, how he was doing, and he, he didn't, so. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully he's um, fine. I think he is. I think he's going to be okay. Yeah, last last I heard from him, it was right. broken pelvis, not broken pelvis. I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Hip, whatever. Yeah, I think he's okay. Uh, hopefully, anyways, because you don't want to be the only guy in that truck, right? Um, well, I got a Ray. Oh, that's wow! Well, uh, not officially, but officially. Not officially, but he's his motorcycle's on the truck for every race that he's there. So, so that's that's done. He, it's, it's hap- I didn't know if it was only a California swing or something, but th- yeah, he's uh, a Ray's off to the side. Sketchy is off to the side. Yeah, well, I, I I figured that California wouldn't be the hard part for him. He lives here. No, I know. That's why I, did, I wasn't quite sure of the deal. I didn't know, but um, yeah, okay. Yeah, so Sketchy's there, but he's got Enjoy the Ride and his own deal going on sponsor wise. So Yeah, so so when it's daytime and, and everyone's walking through the pits, you know, he's behind the rig or next to it or whatever, but when right. they leave, he he can come join us. <laughs> he can come over. Yeah. Uh are you are you going back to uh Texas uh when we head east or what's the plan? Yeah, so after A two I'll fly home and <clears throat> get back to Texas and, and ride with those guys and Continue to fly to the races, which will be nice. Who are those guys? Where are you at? Uh, like John Short and Cartwright, Ryder Floyd. Okay. Lane Shaw. All right. What? What? Where's that at? What place is that? Who's got the Supi track? Um, Short's got got his track, which we kind of ride more if it if it rains because mm-hmm. it's, it's got blacker dirt. Um, we head out to Master Pools every now and then, and then uh, there's a, a place east called Tapped House. Kobish Kobish trains there, so he's another one. Is there uh, was there anything surprising uh, in that 450 main event for you? Anything, you know, surprise you or sort of wake you up uh, a little bit for, as opposed to years in 250 class? Um, the track was jacked. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't get it. I didn't get a good track all day. Like everyone was talking about, oh, you know, by qualifying two after they prep it, it'll be good. And it's like we don't get a prep track. B group, the track is not prepped. No, it's hammered. It's, Think about the C it's guys. The same track. It's the same track as free practice for us. Yeah, it's it's bad. You know, Troll Train talked about that right away too because he he'd spent you know fifteen twenty years in two fifty class, and yeah. he wasn't always in seated group, and he he used to be like, dude, the track, and I'm like, yeah, it's bad. He's like, it's unbelievable. Like, and then think about this, Harlan. There's still a C group behind you. Oh, I, I when I raced Daytona in twenty one that I got hurt at, I was in C group there. <laughs> yeah, it's. I didn't make I didn't make it out. I didn't make it out of practice. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. No, it's it's a big difference for sure. Well, hey, in San Diego, you'll be in the seated group. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, you'll be with the big dogs. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, it was not. It was kind of nice B group. There wasn't like too many guys, mm-hmm. so the track was kind of open with with how rutted it was and and being able to move around, which yeah. was nice. It was uh, um, Hill and A Ray, right? We're in your group. Yeah, yeah. Um, but being in, in the seated group would be nice. Having some guys at least to follow um because i didn't like i didn't hit that quad all day i, oh, saw, okay. I saw yep. I, I saw some guys do it and i said no you're out i was out it, it looked big i didn't i mean i didn't walk over there too much in practice for the track walk it looked big i mean forkner is doing on 2 the f i'm like oh my god like in the main event the on off before that 
Mm-hmm. The face for that was they got they knocked it down so far because I think it rutted up so much that you know when the lines crossed it got kind of sketchy. Yep. So I never I never even went on off three in the main event. I went roll table over one two <laughs> on off table. <laughs> Phil was on our show Monday and said the next rhythm with the triples. He went yeah. two 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 uh, three three. <laughs> yeah, I, I I got the three 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 five times maybe. Okay. Other other than that, I'd go three two two, three three or something. <laughs> whatever, whatever the line is. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, it wasn't that much slower. Right. And it's something you can do for twenty minutes, right? Like exactly. Yeah, and and you're not going to make a mistake or whatever. So, um, so who's uh, who's helping you this year? You got FXR, you got Renthal. Who else is on board with you? Um. Like I said, I got I got General Tire as well, which is nice. Um, being able to take care of the van. Who's get, General? Get, like, what's General? Who's who's that through? How does that work? Because um, they're pretty big. So I, yeah. Yeah. So um, being on Hoosier Tire for the last five or six years um, has been awesome. Uh, appreciate those guys. And um, was at the uh, the General Tire Arena Cross, which used to be the Hoosier Arena Cross, and um, the guy that that does the social media stuff on that kind of side. And, mm-hmm. Um, didn't know much about the sport. Uh, his name's Marco. Um, was there, and we got to talking, and and him and my dad had actually hit it off pretty well, and um, so he helped us us out with some tires, and um, like I said, luckily I was able to to keep them on board. Um, got a nice sticker on the back of my helmet. Got some stickers on the side of the motorcycle. So, um, they they're a pretty big help to to my program with with tires for the the vehicle, especially since I was planning on driving every mm-hmm. race. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's a pretty big ex- expense that they helped out with. Well, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. That's all right. Um, you get money from them or just, just product, just product, which okay. I mean, product is money. Oh yeah. No, no, for sure. Yeah. You can't, I know, can't. uh, I know car now is dogging me pretty heavy cause I told him that I, I was still, you know, doing my own entry fees and stuff and he, he didn't seem too stoked on that, but yeah, well, sorry, Carnell. I didn't get a hold of OnlyFans. Sorry. Yeah, you know? I mean, he can take care of my entry fee. I know. I know he can do it. Yeah, yeah. He's he's got it. I was debating with someone in my group text. Uh, he's probably a hundred k all in, don't you think? That's a good deal he's got going on there. Pretty easily, I'd say. Yeah, I think so. I mean, he might he might try and deny it. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. He's gonna he's gonna low key it for sure. But um, hey, can can we get a factory car now? Factory car now? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't quite hit like factory chiz though. No, it doesn't. Not really. And, and no. yeah. Um, by the way, and you know things. Uh, I want to plug in my Yamaha LCQ here. The raffle tickets are available. That you know, you probably won't be in it, Harlan, because you just be clocking in the main events. But you know, there is a there is a, a big purse happening uh, at the final at Denver. So I want to. I mean, I am Blue Crew, and there will be wild cards. So yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't count me out yet. That's a good point, right? Uh, yeah. Grant Harlan here on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life. Uh, Harlan wearing FXR, putting in the main events. Uh, thank you to the folks at Maxxis Tires. Talk about A-Ray. He's got Maxxis on the back of his bike and uh, MXSTs developed by Jeremy McGrath. Mountain bike tires are fantastic, like truck tires, all of that. Maxxis.com. Also, Seat Concepts, Zool's Bags, Roost MX, Namira Pistons, and Firepower uh, Parts are also on board this. Uh, we're talking to Grant Harlan, by the way. Privateer hero. Uh, so what race are you most looking forward to this year? Is it just um, is it just Dallas? Is it just that easy? I I've never made it to Dallas. What? I've never raced Dallas. Hmm. So my first year in twenty. Because it was West, I, I guess. Yeah. Top, 
Yeah. I didn't qualify top forty. I didn't even get to race the LCQ because it's always a triple crown. Yeah. And then twenty one, I didn't qualify, and this year I didn't qualify. So, oh. or actually, I didn't. I didn't even race it in twenty one because of the coast. Coast thing. Yeah. 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 So I've I've actually never gotten to race the main event or heat race or whatever. Right. At Arlington. So. Mm. Um. I mean, I still like Daytona. I'm a big yeah. outdoor guy. Yeah, you're an outdoor guy. I mean, listen, yeah. one of the most um, – you Islanders uh, amaze me all the time with all the things and the hijinks that you guys go on. But you jumping on Kiefer's Honda and then almost getting top 10 on – well, not a strange bike, but someone else's bike, I just – I don't know where that comes from. I don't know how that happens. It's just you I guys. I, was, I wasn't going any faster than I was on the Cowie. You I just didn't start in last place. Okay. <laughs> so that, that, when, you, when you start in third place at yeah. the hottest race of the year, yep, and you just got to make it about ten minutes before everyone else behind you is tired, and you, you just ride it in. It's not a bad theory, yeah. You just, you just everyone's it's the last round. It's hot as balls. You know, if you just try a little bit, is what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's really it. If you just try, right, you do good. All right. Um, so, all right, so the goal is main events from here on out. The hard dog uh, is, is coming for the factory guys. And, you know, you're going to have Chiz coming back, McElrath, right? Um, yep. Yeah, we're going to have some guys in there coming in. So it's be a little tougher in San Diego for you. Yeah, I, like I said, I think, I think if I can just improve the lap time and get a little bit closer to the Dinos and, and those guys, I think that will really help me out, you know, with gate picking the heat race and, and making it through the heat races. Are you like Phil where you just hate being in California, or are you all right being there? I don't mind. It's not bad. Okay. I'm, I'm staying in a pretty nice place uh, with Mitchell Falk, and it's – I mean, it's it's nice. I don't like the traffic or the prices, but – Right, right. Yeah, Phil, Phil really hates it. It really drags his whole attitude down. Yeah, but Phil's attitude's never up, so. That's a good point. Yep. No, you're right. Um, hey, let's try to settle this debate once and for all here on the on the Privateer Island pod. Um, you think Chipotle is just the best? You just love Chipotle. Yep. Uh, just well, t- tell me on it. Tell me why it's so bland. What is bland about it? Like, like what? Yeah. Com- just compared to compared to what? Compared to like Cadoba or Moe's. What What about Cadoba is less bland than Chipotle? They've got more fixins. Like what? They got queso. Chipotle has queso. Yeah, it's like yeah, but their, their queso's not good. I don't, I don't, I don't get queso anyway, so I don't care. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, just the meat's kind of bland. Just doesn't taste anything really to it, you know. Especially the I, chicken. I, would, I, I disagree with that. What's your What's your move? What's your order at Chipotle? Um, so I switch it up between the burrito and the bowl okay. every now and again. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll get the bowl with shells on the side. Okay. That way I can eat two meals. Um, white rice, chicken, um, mild and medium salsa, and corn, cheese, and guac, and that's that's really it. So no no veggies, no lettuce. Oh, veggies too. Oh, oh you do the veggies, yeah, okay? Yeah. Because the yeah, veggies yeah. at least give us some sort of spice. But I don't know, man. I, I just the other place, the other places that uh, guac's free at the other places too. By the way, you know, charge that's why. You for I'll, guac. Pay, I'll pay. I'll pay for guac because it's better. You think their guac is better? Yep. Have you been to Cadoba? Yeah. So there's no Qdoba in Shawnee, or there's no Chipotle in Shawnee, Oklahoma. Okay. Only Qdoba. Oh, okay. So I've I've had plenty of Qdoba experiences, and I would rather eat cardboard. 
What about Moe's? Have you been to Moe's? Um, it's a Florida Florida thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't remember it too much. Okay. Probably better than Qdoba though. Chips too. The chips are so salty at, at Chipotle. Like so salty. They're and like I like mild salsa, but they call mild that that's actually pico. Pico is like chopped tomatoes. That's yeah. not mild you, salsa. Are so, you are you scared of tomatoes, Steve? No. Okay, but, then what's the issue? Because when I want salsa for my yep. chips, they give yep. me the spicy medium stuff. Because that's the, really salsa. Spicy, the medium's not even spicy. It's mild. It, no, that it's a, got a little kick to it that I don't really like. So they don't. Actually, I, think that, I think that's more of a you issue than a me issue. I don't know, man. Uh, I just yeah, and then you're eating out of like a cardboard bowl. The cardboard is just gross too. T- touching the cardboard. The Qdoba's bowl is cardboard too. They're Steve. the plastic. They're plastic. No. Pretty sure. Yeah, the lid. The lid is plastic, not tinfoil. But the bowl is cardboard. It's this. We're not getting anywhere with this. This is just. I mean, I mean, I'm just, I'm right, and you're not. I mean, it's pretty simple. Oh, okay, that's it. Yeah, that's it. It, <laughs> it really doesn't get any simpler. Okay, all right. Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't, I don't really get it. Uh, I don't understand you motocrossers in Chipotle. Like, I'm not saying it's terrible. Chipotle's fine. It's like drinking water. It's just fine. Like, I'd rather drink something else. You know, I'd rather drink apple juice or Coke or, uh, you know, something else that has some flavor, but. I will drink water a lot, and it's just fine. And that's what Chipotle is. It's just fine. It's not bad. It's just fine. It's good for you. That's why. There's certainly many better choices. Yep. No. Okay. All right. You're not having it. All right. Nope. Fair enough. Uh, when do you think you can ride? Uh, when, when can you ride down there? I don't know. Up here, it's rainy and crappy, too. But, like, are you going to – so this weekend's a wash, literally. And then can you get back on the track next week? Uh, I think I'm going to go race the uh, Batarina Cross in Arizona. Oh, are you really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Dude. I, I would imagine we'll see a pretty big turnout there. I think the, so. Uh, I think Cade, Cade might be going. I Solitaire, I Solitaire guys are in. Are they? Yeah. So that, that thing might be pretty stacked. Yeah. Wow. Look at you. And you're an Arena Cross guy anyways. I, I'm not an Arena Cross guy. Yeah, I you, go ra- you've done I a lot of them. Ra- I raced arena crosses to make some money and, and get some gate drops, but I'm not an arena cross guy. Listen, you've raced a lot of them, okay? I do have I do have experience, but I'm not an arena cross guy. Okay, all right, fine. I'm not calling you Tyler Bowers. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying you've done you've done some arena cross for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Well, hey, thanks for the time on the uh, uh, check in on the uh, FXR Racing Race Tech Privateer Island. Good job, you and John Short. No one had you guys in the main events. Congrats to the two Texans. For making this thing, uh, for making this happen, really, really good job, guys like Cade, guys like A Ray, just watching, just watching the main events while you two guys are actually getting points and money. So, oh, I, I know Cade was watching me in that main event, just seething. Oh, I know. Trust me, I bet you he was. Very... I, I'd be doing the same thing. I, I wouldn't want to see another guy out there that I should be in front of. No, absolutely. I, did Did you meet anybody who picked you in fantasy? My uh, my buddy that I'm up here at uh, Big Bear with actually picked picked me last second. Dude. That guy's a hero. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't pick myself. And everyone that asked me, I was like, man, no promises. I mean, I'd like to be in the main event, but. Yeah. Who, who that's you, a risky pick. Did you pick Cade? No. Who'd you pick? I had Benny. Oh, I had Benny, I had too. Borkner. Yeah, me, too. I scored I scored like 161. It wasn't good. I was 162, bro. So Yeah. No. Yep. 
not not great. But uh, Intignap got really well. Osborne did really well, and they they both think they've aced the game. Yeah, good luck, guys. Yeah, I, I, I was listening to the uh, the show Monday. Yeah, and, uh, Adam was coming after you pretty heavy. <laughs> Adam had irrational confidence, didn't he? Oh, I mean, he was. I mean, he was fired up. Yeah. Well, I just can't. I'm gonna get Marks to give me a score like in the next couple of weeks, and then we're gonna call him up and be like, "How how's the game now, bro?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, you only get so many of those before it starts to go bad. Oh, right, absolutely. At uh, least for me, anyway. No, for everybody, I think for most people, for sure. You know, you you know what's crazy though is the only two rounds I've ever scored under or in top 100 has been Unadilla. Really? Huh. Yep. You just got a feel so. for that place. I, I just know. Yeah. I just know. You just you've, you're one with the soil. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't ride good there this year, so. Yeah. What I are we doing for outdoors? Do we know? We don't have anything planned. Um. So right now, I mean, um, I'll probably if the Rock River guys go outdoors, I'll go with them. Okay. Um, yeah. I also like to race World Supercross if that opportunity becomes available. Did uh, the club guys enjoy you there? Like, did they say, "Hey, we if we have an opening, we'll be in touch" type deal? Um. I don't know if they said that to me, but I was definitely less problematic than Cade was. So, ah, bingo! There we go. Yeah, that doesn't take much, though. I mean, a couple more main events and phone will be ringing, right? Oh yeah, no, you're in. Uh, so if you okay, so let me ask you this: If you had a choice between money's the same, outdoors or World Supercross, what are you picking? <sighs> that's tough. I know. That's why I asked you. Money's the same. I, I, I really like outdoors. Like I know. You know, most most guys don't like the second moto fifteen minutes in, but like I really that's that's where I feel good. That's right? where you start to shine. I've watched you enough. I know this. Yeah, but you know, then again you get to travel the world and you don't get dirty and mm-hmm. like somebody else is watching your bike. Like I don't I don't know. I'd I'd probably have to say World Supercross, but it's close. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well that was an interesting question. That's what we, we ask the hard questions on this show. It's a great question. All right, Harlan. Good job. Congratulations. Thanks for doing this. Uh, We will see you in San Diego, man. Keep it up. All right. Appreciate it, Steve. See ya. Later. Bye.